Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. What do we got here? Episode 169 already, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. Two guys never met in real life. Yes, I am one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and my co-host is Mr. John M. Craig. Hey, Colin, what's up? December 15th, 2019, 10 days away from, that's when we're recording, 10 days away from Christmas. Uh, And, um, wow, it is 169. I thought we were at 170, but I don't keep track. I don't listen. I don't pay attention. I don't know when we record. Uh, But I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in Red Bank, New Jersey. Um, I'm just passing through, and uh, I am Kevin McAllister up in here. I am home alone. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they trust you. Yep. No, so I, no, not really. <laughs> I heard they're I, doing seriously. It was of, like it was like they took off and they forgot they forgot me. They forgot you. Yeah, just yeah. like the movie. I heard there, there's going to be uh, there, there's some sort of a, a uh, new Home Alone movie in the mix. Uh, so they're, they're they're working on doing. I'm, I'm not I sure. Hope, uh, I do. I really hope that. Uh, Macaulay Culkin plays one of the villains. That would be good if It'd they would great. give him give him a little cameo thing, a little Something. cameo shot. Yeah, if they don't do that. Yeah, I was. We went to a movie last night. We went to uh, Knives Out. Have you heard of oh, this? Oh yeah, I have heard of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Cle- clever movie. It was, yeah, uh, yeah. Better, better I than- was, I was. So I was talking to someone recently, or I was listening to someone talk recently. Mm-hmm. Don't know who they are. Don't remember what it is. And they were all up in that they figured it out in like uh, the first. Oh yeah, it was. It was actually it was. Uh, you know, Andy, the set decorator. I was driving on that Aaron Sorkin movie. Right. Uh, so every morning when I pick him up, I'd, I'd sometimes be in the lobby of his Chelsea apartment, and there's a doorman that worked overnights. Well, that doorman and I would always talk, and one of the other this other kid came in to start his shift, not as a doorman, but a porter or something young 20 year old kid and he and ronald ronald and i talk about like the mandalorian and movies all the time and this 20 year old kid said he figured it out in the first like 10 minutes whatever the thing is right whatever you know the crying game turns out to be boy the the, the dead people will know he's dead you know th- this guy said he figured it out so yeah, very so- arrogantly said he figured it out so i don't want to spoil alert uh, here but i want to know was there something to figure out well, it's a whodunit, so there's always uh, it's the classically uh, f- structured whodunit. You know, somebody turns up dead, it's obvious that there's one killer amongst a group of uh, potential killers, mm-hmm. all of whom have a- an obvious motive. So, you know, you're thinking, well, yeah, that person could kill him, that person could kill him, and then there's a there's a, an, an investigator, somebody there, the, the, the uh, you know, like on the TV show, Murder, She Wrote, it was Angela Lansbury's character was the, was the one that was there to solve. The, the mystery all the time. So was Jamie Lee Curtis in it? I, I, I don't know much about the movie. She is. There's a bunch of people. And then uh, the, the investigator is, uh, is, uh, uh, is uh, uh, what's his name? Daniel Craig. Um, oh, yeah? You know, yeah. Who's, is it a comedy? A kind of a dark it, comedy? It's, yeah, it's a dark comedy. So uh, it's a whodunit with comedic t- sort of uh, twist stuff to a it. A long and movie? I don't like long movies. I don't know that it was that long. It wasn't uh, the, the Irishman long. It wasn't uh, game game of the... I, th- I figured they they could have called the Irishman. I think in a better better world, it would have been called the game of Irishman. Game of Irishman. And then that would have made more sense, But which I still have not gotten through. I've, you I've still started, have, no, I haven't. I haven't watched it either. I, I've started and stopped a couple times, and I don't know. I, I'm thinking it's it's. Uh, I'm thinking it's it's good, but um, it's just I don't know. I, I'm having I'm having issues trying to get through that one. But uh, I Knives Out was uh, yeah, it was good. So yeah, it's a now, So would you give it like the uh, the hang ten emoji? Like cool man, go see the movie, dude. Yeah, it's worth it's worth seeing. It is, and uh, I can't say that I completely figured it out. I had a pretty good idea that at least one of the characters uh, was involved uh, in some regard. Uh, I didn't know exactly uh, how how it was all gonna gonna play out, and uh, so there were there was definitely twists there. Any, any other big names? Any other uh, funny? Any cameos that you don't want to spoil? Oh, there's any? a bunch of actors in it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would say I, I, the thing about going to movies for me is I always want to go in with, personally, I, I, I would rather know nothing about the movie and just have somebody say, it's great, go. Did you and know then, anything about it? 
Um, I just n- knew that uh, it was uh, had that whodunit kind of classic structure to it, which mm-hmm. uh, um, is sort of formulaic, but they, it was clever. They they did a good job with it, mm-hmm. and the uh, the uh, all the where it was set uh, in this uh, this old um, I guess it's a um, sort of a Queen Anne Victorian home, mm-hmm. um, and uh, this yeah this the, the the whole thing was was very visually pleasing to look at. I guess put it that way. And then the actors were mm-hmm. all did a great job. So, um, yeah. Have you, ever, I, you know, have you ever done one of those murder mystery parties? Have you ever been done that where you're assigned a character and you got to show up in the character and do that? Um, not where you're assigned a character. I was I was actually I, I once uh, was on a dinner train where, mm-hmm. was, where you mm-hmm. take this train out and idea yeah, the train goes in one direction for like you know thirty miles and they stop mm-hmm. and it basically just goes back to, and you mm-hmm. know, brings you back to where you were, and they yep. did a murder mystery thing on the dinner train. Mm-hmm. Now I will admit um, I, on the dinner train. Um, I, I I figured that one out fairly quickly. I think and mm-hmm. uh, um, I yeah, I, I did one when I was like twenty four. Yeah. Yeah, it was at a, I think it was uh, it was up in Westchester County uh, at a very nice home, and it was a friend of a friend, and I was uh, my character was a priest, mm-hmm. so I had I had like one of those like long skirty type frocks, you know, like all black with a white collar. Yes, and uh, I probably had a dumbass goatee and some sideburns, you know, and uh, I was like a priest with the edge. I don't remember my character's name. I don't remember paying attention much. I think it was a Halloween party. I Guido do, Sarducci? I don't think I was Guido Sarducci, but I, I know that um, I do. I don't recall this, but I recall having heard that I was fairly drunk and that I threw up on a very expensive Oriental rug. Did you really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm not proud of that moment. Don't know yeah, why I shared not- it. It's not a proud moment when that stuff goes on. I, I, I we had a, a get together Tuesday night, which is a strange, strange. You night had week. you and Rachel had a get together. Yeah, we just at decided it was yes at our house. We decided uh, let's you know if various people in the neighborhood. Let's just invite some people over for some cocktails on a Tuesday night, which is a little weird. But it was it's that time of year where people have a hard time trying to get together, and there's a bunch of people that were. She kind of sent out a you know sent out a group email or text or something. Probably not. You, you have a nope. group. You have an email with the no. The it wasn't. It was a text. Yeah, it was neighborhood watch. Uh, no, it's it was it was a text. It's weird though. Now people don't use email like that anymore. I was I was thinking about that, like with relatives and stuff. I don't even. Uh, yeah, there's no there's no emails going back back and forth. It's all texting now. If you don't have my number and you don't text me, fuck you. We don't communicate. It's kind of how the world works, at least yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And I deleted Facebook, so there that's out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so, so close to getting rid of Instagram. I probably won't. But still, yeah, I want yeah, and I don't out. think we, I've I've thought about the Instagram thing. Um, I've I've been on a sort of a hiatus lately, just because uh, I've been uninspired. But um, I don't think that eliminating Instagram from my life is going to make it any different or better. So I'll 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 stay with that. But I'm probably going to downplay. Uh, I've been thinking more. Uh, in fact, I I tried to change Twitter around a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and I'm still working on that. But um, anyway, I, I think some of those things probably, you know, there's 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 net good effects for that. But anyway, so we we had this um, we had this get together on a Tuesday night, and uh, I, I I drank more than I should have on a Tuesday night, which is not a good thing to to have happening in your adult life when I had uh, the following or the previous Friday we'd talked about, I think it was on the last podcast we had gone out and had the, yeah, the tequila night and I had drank too much tequila, which I, I actually uh, didn't feel too bad than the following day after that. But I think what I did was um, I, I kind of gave my, my body the one, two punch and the second punch hurt a lot harder than the first one did so um yes i was working around all day wednesday thursday just yeah it was a two-day hangover which is not good that's Um, great that's wonderful it it was it was okay i we drank a lot of i've been you know i I told you i was getting beer from this uh from this i got this app called tavour t-a-v-o-u-r i hate the name of it i really do it's a stupid name and i I was going to try to research that and figure out where they came up with that dumb name but uh, I, I didn't. And uh, anyway, for a couple months, I was ordering beer from there from all over the country. And I, I had a pretty good variety of stuff, which uh, we, we sampled at the party. And there was, uh, uh, everybody was like, where'd you get this? How'd you do this? Where'd you get this? And, uh, but anyway, I explained it all now. So they've all probably got the app and maybe I can go up to their house. But I'm, I'm going to quit ordering um, beer from people all across the country because I think I can get, I think the, 
And we've got like five local um, microbreweries in the area that all do a good job. And I, I'm just going to try to do a little more business with those guys if I'm going to buy if I'm going to buy something, I'll just buy it. Buy it locally. Do you know? Try to help out the that kind of guy. Not that the the other guys don't probably appreciate getting my money spent in their direction. But um, anyway, so got uh, I drank too much uh, a couple nights in a row, but uh, or not a couple weeks in a row. A couple uh, too close to each other, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And uh, I paid for that shit. I'm, I'm looking forward to the idea that. In what's today's date? The fifteenth. We talked about that. So, um, in well, th- basically fifteen days, I'll be I will be able to drive a short eighty-eight miles. I've, I've uh, got it mapped out already uh, to buy cannabis legally. In well, I'll buy it legally, but then I'll transport it illegally. <laughs> right, back, right, right. Federal across, laws, right across yeah. state lines. Where, 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 where is the legal? Illinois. The state of Illinois is going legal uh, really? January. Yeah, January one. So yeah. all of the when you visit Chicago from this point forward, all, wow. all of yes, all of all of uh, the state of Illinois is is going legal. They say that there mm. will be um, probably pretty long lines, and they are. Um, I was uh, kind of uh, uh, surprised to see that they're going to be. They, they thought this they'd be a little short on flour on the flour variety of what they had. That the state um, didn't have enough of it in its coffers. They haven't grown enough weed, or I don't know how that works exactly. Hmm. But um, and the price might be a little higher. Although the pl- the the closest they've already put a map out of where the dispensaries will be when this when this opens in a couple weeks. And uh, I looked at the menu thing from the place that was closest to me, and it looked like the prices there were less expensive than I've seen in other places I've been. Um, because I've, I've purchased it legally in a couple other states, and uh, the uh, it looked like like you could buy even in when I was in, uh, as I recall, and I'm, I might be wrong, but um, in uh, I'll use uh, well Las Vegas as an example. When you're in Las Vegas, you could buy one of their highest potency THC flower varieties for twenty four dollars a gram, and mm-hmm. it looked to me like that stuff here in illinois will be uh like f- about four dollars less than that i think they had some stuff that was like twenty dollars a gram that was their highest potency how um, much is a gram i have no idea uh it's like a you could roll a big fat ass joint out of a gram um mm-hmm. probably you'd get two two out of a gram probably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um as far as you know just like um, not that I don't know how with with the potency of, of of weed today I don't know how anybody smokes that much I have no idea because for me um, like a, a couple good hits and I'm gonzo that's, I don't think enough. I've smoked it in such a long time it's yeah and maybe the last time I did it could have been edibles and that was that could have been almost five years ago I really don't know no maybe I have no idea I really don't maybe three and a half I it's I well, can't do it with my job yeah with your job you can't I mean because so. uh, yeah it's I wonder though, there's states, there's states now where they're already starting to, uh, where they're already already starting to challenge that for weed, and I know it's been overturned in some states that they're saying that uh, marijuana they're taking off the, off the testing well, because they, Major League Baseball took it off. Yeah, Major League Baseball took it off, isn't it? And uh, mm-hmm. I think football is planning on doing the same thing. Hmm. And Major League Baseball, they've lost a couple of guys this year, young guys that have overdosed. I think it's two of them, but uh, overdosed yeah. on what? On uh, opioids, um, the guys, you know, 26, really? 27, tw- tw- yeah, like, like, so you got these guys that are playing a lot of times with some sort of a, a, an injury or they've had an injury. They're, you know, they're alone in a hotel room, um, nobody to talk to, that sort of thing. I, I think that the being out on the road for those guys, I think is fairly difficult, you know, long-term for a lot of those guys. And they go out and they probably hit the hotel bar for you know, a bunch of drinks and they're, they've got some legal opioids of some sort of some two or three, you know, you, you might be taking something for uh, maybe sometimes, maybe say an anti-depression drug. Um, sometimes they may have an a, a, a anti-anxiety drug of some sort, and then um, an opioid on top of that. And then you combine that with alcohol and, Boom! You're fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. The and, Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs. Yeah, accidental and I think overdose. They, uh, yeah, drugs and alcohol combo. Yeah, and that guy had actually played his some of his minor league ball. I believe that's the same guy that had played minor league stuff here in Cedar Rapids at one point um, when he was yeah, coming up. Yeah, painkillers and alcohol. It says here. 
Yeah, so, you know. 27, 27. Medical examiner finds mix of fentanyl, oxycodone, uh, and 27-year-old. Wow, that's so sad. Yeah, so their 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 theory they're they're figuring that it would be if uh, if marijuana wasn't you know if they if they were testing weren't testing for marijuana and that wasn't uh, wasn't a thing that was off the table that a lot of these guys would just smoke you know a joint and go to bed and they'd be hmm. better off than trying to take the uh, opioids because it's been shown in most cases that. People who have access to legal cannabis are more likely to to just uh, fall asleep and be fine. To, well, not to take the opio opioids. Oh, okay. Not, not to need them, or you know, it takes the edge off enough that they don't need the opioids, and so they're not even going to go down that road. Yeah. Um, before I ever smoked um, cannabis, a good friend of mine who uh, who had smoked it more than I did. I didn't smoke it until after my freshman year of college. And he said, he would help me all the time. He's like, the worst thing that can happen is you fall asleep. And, and, but then, but then I got real paranoid before that. Yeah, there's I that side I, of it. The usually, yeah, I, I think, um, a guy that I know ended up having a panic attack and I ended up going to the hospital with him. Yeah. He was yeah. an athletic guy whose father may have been in, in like law enforcement, possibly right. federal law enforcement. Right. And he was like a good, like, he was a pretty solid, you know, an athlete, a soccer player in high school. And he just, he just freaked out, panic attack. Yeah. And was, do you know, was that edibles or was that? No, he was smoking. Okay. Well, yeah. I just think it was one of those things. I think he was, I don't know if he was prone to it. I don't think there was, I don't think the cannabis, the, the marijuana was, was laced or anything. I think he just got in his head, and then he had this panic attack, and then had him going to the hospital, heart palpitations, all this stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen or talked to him in a really long time, so I've never really had a conversation looking back at it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know with the edibles, there's been a lot of issues. Um, you know, generally when people, I think, smoke it, they're less um, less prone to those. Well, not so much the idea that, you know, I, there's certainly anxiety issues that happen from that. A lot of people get introspective and, and like you said, paranoid. And um, it's not an enjoyable thing, mm -hmm. um, which um, is... Sometimes it's, I think, the strain that they've smoked or, or uh, you know, it could be a variety of things. And sometimes it just m makes you uh, turn your thoughts inward in a way that's um, it's not not pleasant or comfortable for a lot of people. And But with edibles, um, the I, I know that the whole thing that happens with edibles, it's not actually, um, it works completely different than your body. Um, the way it's metabolized is uh, it, it's not using THC anymore. It, it's metabolized through your liver, and it turns it into some other completely different um, psychoactive drug that's got like 10 times more uh, um, psychoactive properties uh, when you do it that way. So, yeah, could be. Um, and then there's people now, like if you listen to Rogan, which um, I, I, I don't want to keep parroting what he says, but um, he's he basically uh, tells people a lot of times or talks on a show about the idea that um, he kind of embraces that um, that introspective negativity, that whole th uh, paranoid thing when you start thinking about your life a lot. And uh, he says it's, uh, it's actually something for him at least that he thinks is beneficial in that maybe he should be taking a look at some of these things. And after he... Uh, after he's gone through that process, it makes him a kinder, gentler person because a lot of times the thoughts that he's having are about things that um, where he's, he's looking at his own um, actions, behavior, his own lifestyle, uh, and the way he's you know dealt with things in his life, and um, he starts feeling bad about it, and, right. and um, he realizes he should be feeling bad about some things and be correcting some of that well, stuff. I, like I said, I haven't, I haven't used any form of cannabis THC in possibly over three years, possibly four, don't know exactly how long, but without it, and I don't drink a lot, I get incredibly introspective. And I think about a lot of these things without it. You know? mm -hmm. So, And it's not like a negative thought downward spiral. It's just sometimes, I, I don't know, I think uh, it doesn't take much to get me thinking about myself, my actions, who I am today. Well, it doesn't necessarily help me improve. I don't tell you that. I just, yeah, I'm just lost. So I can't imagine what would happen if I uh, 
<laughs> uh, THC. I mean, I just, <laughs> if you, if you uh, further down uh, that road. Uh, this is ugly. Uh, well, yeah. who, I don't know. Maybe it would. Uh, no, I don't, I'm not suggesting necessarily that it would, but it's possible that uh, it would. It would make you get. You know, if you're already there, you're already having. You know, the thoughts of uh, of, of things like that. That maybe it would. Uh, cause you to uh, have some sort of uh, inclination towards uh, improving something or or taking steps in in that direction. I don't know. No, nah, um, nothing's going to work for me. Nothing's going to work. No, no. He's too off late. the rails. He's, oh, it's too, it's awful. Well, John, what can we do to help you? What uh, what, what can we do? There's to, only one thing that can help me, and, and that's for me to help me. I've got to start looking at me, and, and I've been doing that shit. Um, okay, I, I don't know. Uh, I've got a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what I think you could do, um, and I think Disney Plus is is here to help you. Um, mm-hmm. I think that over the next, as a, as a challenge, you, know, you see all these goofy challenges that people are you know putting out online. Mm-hmm. You know the blah blah blah, the you know burpee challenge or the whatever. You know, there's, there's sometimes it's a physical ice thing. bucket, the ice bucket challenge, right? Yes, I mean, ice is bucket. that what I'm talking about? Over yes. like 17 some, years ago. Yeah, some sort of thing that uh, you know, you know, to challenge yourself to do more. There was a push-up thing that was going on. There was. I'm trying. When to, was that? To, when was that? Was that a long time ago? Um, well, a there was a. There was a couple years ago because somebody I, I knew uh, that was on Instagram every day. Ray was, Ray was doing. Ray was doing push-ups every day. Ray on Gerard. Yeah, Ray Gerard and Ray. Quite mm-hmm. frankly, after I'd seen the push-ups for about thirty days, it started to drive me fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, um, but you know, there's there's different ones. I, I saw uh, 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 we we've got a, a a friend of ours that uh, online friend. Both of us uh, have spoken to a lot. This uh, Saha person, she's uh, native Hawaiian. Uh, or uh, something, some sort of Hawaiian thing going on. Anyway, she has a lot of, uh, she's usually, she's going down a lot, she goes in a lot of different directions, but she had something I know that she was doing on Instagram, had something to do with listening to some song and doing something. It was some daily song challenge thing. I don't know what the hell that was all about because I couldn't pay attention to it long enough to to try to focus on what she was doing. But, um, so you have these 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 things that go on. So here, here's 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 the challenge you could do. Disney Plus is um, just took control of. They now have all thirty seasons, as I understand it, of The Simpsons, of the Simpsons are available. Yeah. That's true. Uh, on on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. it's uh, a, a minus total of one episode. Six hundred and sixty-one episodes are available to you on Disney Plus mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking in the year twenty twenty, John, if you were just to do, um, so fifty-two times six. No, you six sixty-one divided by fifty-two. Um, like that'd be like thirteen episodes. It would per almost week. be two a day. It's, yeah, two a day, thirteen a week. If you could watch thirteen episodes of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Per week, if you just kept that up all all next year, you could see all six sixty one. And I got to think by the end, I'm going to start backwards. By the end of yeah, start from Simpsons number one. Inception. So you're going to do the. You're going to start with the current one, the latest one, or work your way Memento, back. Memento. Memento. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like to start at the beginning because uh, I don't know, and then just work work through them all. And I think you'd have total, you know, the gung 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 gung. I think you'd have uh, total. My life figured out. Everything in life. So I would think. I think at hmm. the end of that, your taxes would be paid in full. Mm-hmm. Um, well, be- uh, okay, I'm gonna uh, maybe I'll do it, but I will only do it when I am working on the clock, getting paid. <laughs> I probably could do that. Yeah, that would, yeah, that you could, you can do this on your phone, right? Yeah, I can do it on my phone or my iPad. That works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait a minute, I'm f- finishing up this episode of the simpsons and uh yeah, yeah they're gonna have to wait for their ride they're just gonna have to fucking sit there and uh yeah um you were yeah, talking before uh, mm-hmm. before we got on you were you were talking about um mandalorian um i talked about it a little bit i'm so, uh i've seen i think five of the six episodes i don't know i'd have to look at disney plus to see how many episodes so is that a disney plus is that the only where i can get mandalorian? That's disney plus yep mm-hmm. okay what i would suggest if you don't have disney plus i'm thinking about is, getting it well, so if you if you switch your cellular service to a Verizon Unlimited plan, okay, they will give you Disney Plus. And you, even if you're exist, you're an existing unlimited Verizon cellular Verizon uh, plan holder, they will give it to you. I mean, it's seventy dollars, sixty nine ninety nine for the year, roughly. Uh, I got charged for it already. I paid for it, not realizing that 
the Verizon thing was for anyone who already has that unlimited plan. So let's see here. I'm looking at Disney+. Plus. So I think I've talked about this. Disney Plus is dropping one episode per week. Okay. Of The Mandalorian. Of, of I think Mandalorian has only been one episode per week. Right. So, like, you know, they have existing shows like The Simpsons where all the stuff was there. So season one, chapter one, two, three, four. There are six episodes. Mm-hmm. I have watched five of the six. Now, okay. if you realize, so I think one of the things that I think Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus have done is... Is uh, well, Apple TV Plus. They released when they when they released the app. They released three episodes of the morning show. That show with Reese Witherspoon and uh, Jennifer Aniston. It's like uh, a Today Show kind of deal. Right. And it's very much the Matt Lauer story. Not exactly necessarily, but a very similar thing. And it's sort of it's really covering news and and uh, you know power and Me Too and and it's like many different perspectives. Uh, I've been watching it, but yeah. but but they 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 released three episodes in the first week, and then th- that was I think on a Tuesday, and then on a Friday they released the next episode. There so there were four episodes by within the first week there were four episodes, and now they just release one every Friday. I think they did the same thing with the Servant, which is M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong's show, mm-hmm. and uh, so. But I think what both platforms are trying to do is to have a shared collective experience when it comes to watching because when everything drops at once people watch it at different times you don't want spoiler alerts so i think they're trying to get something happening and i think the mandalorian has done that because well it's star wars it's new and you've got baby yoda you know so that's a very exciting thing because there's this adorable 50 year old yoda baby hmm See, I'm, I'm, I, when when you've not seen the Yoda baby, and I've heard people talking about the Yoda mm-hmm, baby, mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, I'm 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 struggling a little bit trying to imagine a uh, you you haven't you really haven't seen it. No, I've not seen. You're the, on Twitter and Instagram, and you haven't come across it. Well, I've seen some memes, but I haven't seen it actually. Uh, move you know, which is and move and and speak and all that, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm I'm sure there's more of a more of a thing just by seeing the flat image of the Yoda baby that I've seen, which yes, I have seen. Um, I'm like, meh. It, it's it's well, not doing much for me. Are I, you familiar with Werner Herzog? Yes, I have. So uh, heard Werner him on Herzog some is is on um, Mandalorian fascinating guy yeah and uh i i think he refused to act against a um a cgi baby yoda so i think they have uh they had puppet baby yoda hmm. uh, that's what i heard i don't know that i googled it but uh or look it up so it's that's not confirmed i'm not sure but he he's he's a he's a character he has a very uh, distinct way of speaking it's like fascinating Hmm. So it's I it's don't I don't know Baby Yoda. It's I only watched Mandalorian because I have Disney Plus. I want to justify the purchase, and uh, I watched it with my son Cameron, who's more into Star Wars than I ever have been, and he knows a lot more about it, or seems to know a lot more about it than I know. And I will ask him all kinds of questions. I'm like, how do you know that? I didn't know what a Mandalorian was. I was like, yeah, it kind of looks like uh, Boba Fett. It is a bounty hunter. But it's like I guess I I, I can't follow. I don't yeah, know what planets seen, they're on. I'm like, yeah. like is it is that Hoth? Is that Hoth? I see snow. Like I don't really, I don't know. Uh, right. Know, is that uh, Endor? Is that a is that a planet? Like I'm I like, I think I think this Mandalorian thing takes place uh, like six years after Return of the Jedi. But don't quote me on that. I'm sh- I don't know. I, I does anyone listen to the show that knows Star Wars and that they're just shaking their head and God, uh, probably he, he knows uh, nothing. Yeah. I know little about it. I've I've mm-hmm. uh, I've seen the first three uh, Star Wars, the the, mm-hmm. the the ones. Not the, I don't know. And, and then when I say that, I've said that out loud to somebody before, and they mean well. They'll, they'll be go like the the first. You mean three four, five, released. and six? You mean the first ones that were released? You mean Star Wars with Luca? What do you mean? You saw the first three? <laughs> exactly. Like that. I'm like fuck. I don't you. know the first three that came out when chronologically. They came out. Yes, I saw those three. Before he knew he was going to make a billion dollars on the seen, fucking thing. Yes, I've seen those, and uh, that's pretty much it. I just uh, that kind of that genre thing is just uh, I don't know. It, it's uh, it's okay. It's it's um, if I have the choice, if I'm going to go to something, um, I'd I'd usually pick something else. Uh, is is where I'm at usually. So, all things being equal, you've got uh, an hour that you might squeeze something in. I can understand why you would want to watch something with your son. 
I'm not saying I never will get to it. It was only this is only 30 minutes. These episodes. Yeah, I that's yeah. I'll probably I, I might at some point get to it, but I I, I don't I know. Think, I haven't I seen think. any of these super star. Uh, the, what are all the other the Marvel movies? The Marvel. Yeah, I haven't. Just, I don't no. think I've seen any Marvel yeah. movies. Like, uh, yeah. Guess, guess um, what's available on uh, Guess what's available on Disney Plus? That's what I hear. Disney's got all that stuff. So Home I, Alone. Home Alone. Although I did see Vulture hey Ma- Vulture Magazine. I think it is Vulture uh, dot yeah. com. They uh-huh. came out with a list of the uh, uh, because we're coming up on a new decade here. They came up with a list of uh, all. They they ranked all of the um, last all the movies from the last ten years. Uh, they ranked all of them mm-hmm, uh, from mm-hmm. uh, worst to, to best to worst or worst to best. Yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, the uh, they said that the absolute worst movie from the last 10 years, number 5,276 or something like that, mm-hmm. was Avengers Endgame. They said was the worst of all. Oh, yeah. I'm looking. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the app right now, and I see it's right here. Ultra HD and HDR movies. Uh, free Solo. Free Solo, the documentary with Alex Hanold, the, uh, the free the climber, you know? I've, that guy? I've, yeah, I've seen him in a I've never seen it. That seems way too intense. I saw the 60 <sighs> Minutes piece from years ago. I was like, this guy has like uh, like yeah. 2% body fat or something like that. Yeah. And anyway, this movie was made uh, a few years ago. So one of the things that, um, and it was one of the reasons I think I didn't, I canceled the, uh, the free trial, is they have, um, they have National Geographic. Now, I haven't watched a lot of it, but, but they do have a, a na- like National Geographic stuff. Uh, and one of the shows is like, uh, what's that guy? Uh, who's the guy? Who's the guy that plays the fly? Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is great. He hosts a him. show. He hosts yes. a show, and it's called uh, Imagineering, Episode 6, now streaming. What is that about? What is Imagineering? Oh, wow. This looks good. Creating happiness takes a strong blend of imagination and engineering. Known as Imagineering. That's it. It's a docu-series. And yeah, I think I you should that watch that. They're because... working. No, no, they're working with these miniatures. Like they have a close-up of a guy with a tweezer and his hand. Yeah, that that I'd watch. Like, you said it fosters like good thoughts, or how did you put that? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm looking at it now. It's like uh, episode one is the happiest place on earth. Yeah, um, I'm saying what you, would, you what should would watch do? that. Yeah, yeah, the minus touch, hit or miss, and then they go into Carousel of Progress. Yeah, that's pretty good. To Infinity and Beyond, so there must be a Pixar episode. So there are six episodes of that. That's worth watching, you know, even though Walt Disney was an anti-Semite. Um, let's see, what else here? Uh, I'm just I, again, I, I haven't used this app to know enough about it. Oh, nationally, so here's what they have: Disney. Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. These are the tabs. You know, you can see all the stuff, and then they start to watch your metrics. So it's um, they have the a lot world of according to Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Sneakers, yes. ice cream, tattoos, denim, barbecue, and gaming. <laughs> and he's That's the subjects sword. he's covered? Yeah. Those are the six episodes so far. He, I, I'm fascinated with it, the, the guy, because he's... Yeah. Uh, He's got all these weird, strange mannerisms and tics, and uh, he's just he's he's decided in his uh, now that he's like what seventy years old or something like that, early seventies. Yeah, he's maybe. about sixty. Yeah, he's about sixty-eight to seventy, something like that. Yeah, yeah something like, like that. I think he's just decided to embrace all of his all of his strangeness, and and he's no, oh, yeah, I know yeah. he has become a caricature of himself. Here's a show that some some uh, listeners, some of the guy listeners, might like. With some of the women too, Supercar Mega Build season two. Love those things. Uh, I don't yeah, have a supercar, uh, and I'm never going to read DeLorean reboot. You know, they've got uh, Sub Zero Porsche, Bentley, Audi. These, they've got. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it wouldn't be my cup of tea. I can watch those, but I yeah. see. And I, but I and I don't have. Uh, I don't have a uh, classic car. I'm probably never going to have a classic car. Uh, but I, I, I do like watching that kind of junk I, where they they bring in these. Um, I got obsessed. There was this one where this. I don't even know the name of it, but some guy in Canada, and this guy, um, uh, I, I guess, had a construction company for most of his life, and was collecting all these. Re- and when I say um, beat up cars, he was taking sh- shit out of fields and junkyards, and the, the stuff that he had was looked to me like it was really super rough, and putting this mm-hmm. stuff together. And uh, okay, so the guy was also um, he was about I think about six foot six from what I could tell because mm-hmm. there was a couple of shots where they had him standing next to things. So he's just really tall guy, white guy, sixties, I'd say sixty five years old, maybe somewhere in that age range. Um, really long dreadlocks, blonde hair dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
strange looking dude but he was rebuilding these cars um and uh i I just watched the hell out of all that when it was on for one season and i was like i don't ever i like i'm not a i'm not a car guy i drive a Mm -hmm. a fucking minivan you know it's like but Mm -hmm. there's something about that that is is alluring to me to watch uh here's one uh gordon ramsay uncharted it's also on disney plus and it's part of the national geographic so they're sending him out like trying to do Tony Bourdain kind of stuff, kind of, right? but it looks more more of an adventure. You, right. it, so it's uh, Gordon Ramsay uh, travels the globe on an epic adventure in search of culinary inspiration. Peru's Sacred Valley, New Zealand's rugged South, Mountain of Morocco, Hawaii's Santa Coast. It's uh, six episodes so far. That would so be that, great if he got bitten. If he was bitten by a snake, that would be. Oh, uh, you know, and, and in the very first episode for the, or it's got him holding a giant eel. He and another guy, and Gordon Ramsay smiling. But so I, I think he survived that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a. I mean, if if you like nature and you like documentaries and stuff, and and I don't know science, this it's worth. It's probably worth it for that. I mean, well, here's one for yeah. you. Uh, breaking two, three of the world's most elite distance runners set out to break the two-hour marathon barrier. Barrier. Hmm. Just two so of them. It says two of them. Yeah, yeah. So now I don't know. I don't know how much you know. That's uh, yeah. I don't know much about that one. So uh, it looks like it's uh, an an hour, fifty-five minutes. But hmm. you might be interested in that. Yeah, I'd probably watch that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. So I, I don't. I haven't used Disney Plus a lot. Actually, the one show I like because apparently I, I'm just very sentimental, and it's it's uh, it's called Encore. Kristen Bell, you know Dax Shepard's wife, Kristen Bell, the actress. Yes. From the Good Place, and I don't know what else she's from. Uh, Veronica Mars, maybe. Okay, it seems that I know her whole career. Seems that um, you do. You, yeah. Yeah. She's the host of this show. She's barely on it, and what they do is they'll take you know. The Newdorp High School Staten Island class of 1989's um, musical performance for that year was uh, Bye Bye Birdie. And what they'll do is 30 years later, they get like the the five to eight leads from that. They bring them back together and they rehearse for five days and put on an encore performance. It's really a reality show. That's so sad. it's it's actually <laughs> no I I, I kind of like it I kind of dig it right it's like you've you've got a little bit of like I mean it's edited in a way that they have a little bit of drama between different people you know the guy that was like on the football team and you know and he was like the lead in in he was Daddy Warbucks in Annie and now he's a cop and uh, he doesn't you know he's balding now he doesn't want to shave his head he caves it shave but he doesn't want to shave it completely bald you know for the part you know and because uh, of the whole cancer thing and the chemo and yeah I don't know and then he was you know he's upset and he's saying now I'm acting like a girl and it's very fascinating to watch people who were big football stars in high school and like the lead in their play and then some of them have gone on to perform but very few you know a lot of so this has to be a lot like the voice where they do a lot of backstory worth you know yeah so my dad watches the voice he hates that stuff all he cares about all he cares about is the performance (laughs) he gets really invested my dad's 70 yeah he now i think i've told you my dad was uh in a doo-wop band when he was in high school now I, i don't know that they ever performed I have audio. I should play it on the show. He doesn't know the words to songs now, but he's not into the backstory. I love the backstory. Not for the Olympics when Bob Costas does it. I don't care about that. It's always the same. Very formulaic. You know, they're about to lose a kid. There's there's always so much tragedy in, in their lives, these athletes. They can find it if, 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 yeah. And now there's more things, you know, you said there, like, you, there could be some sort of like a cancer backstory or somebody, yeah. a, a relative that's got some, uh, you know, something that's, that's gone bad or there's been somebody that's, you know, a parent that's died or something like that. Mm-hmm. But now they, they can also pull in, um, it's kind of a social justice sort of thing. They can throw in, um, you know, the, the fact that they're, you know, uh, they, they have, uh, you know, attention deficit disorder, or they've, uh, you know, uh, on Tuesday of last week for, you know, a little while, they were feeling like uh, they were feeling a little more feminine that day. And so they might be gender fluid. So they're, they're throwing in a lot of, they're, they're, they're kind of stretching, I think, sometimes for, for some backstories, but they can always find one. They're mm-hmm. always there. Everybody's got a backstory. <laughs> 
Oh, by the way, I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to share something with you. You just when you said social justice warriors, something I, I heard something on NPR this week. I don't know if you know what I'm about to go with, but uh, so uh, you know, Merriam uh, Merriam Webster, uh, they uh, choose a word of the year. Do you know what the word of the year is? Uh, I think I did see this. I think it's uh, 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 I think it's they. That is correct. They. So so for old guys like you and me, yes, um, who may or may not uh, we've stated this before that really don't have our head around certain things like uh, the uh, plural they referring to one person. Yes, like I they, they actually in the story on NPR they interviewed um, uh, a, a person uh, who hosted a podcast and at the end of the thing. It said they host a podcast, and my brain still mapped like, wait, they, there are two of them. I only heard one voice, and it, but the whole thing is it's 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 acceptable now that they refers to someone who's non-binary. That's uh, according yeah. to Merriam-Webster. Now, it, in language does change, and I guess I'm just gonna have to drop that one completely. Be like, no, they're wrong. I, I guess not. I'm just gonna have to adapt to the word has a different meaning now. I mean, they base it on the number of lookups for a word. So I, I don't I, I don't remember passwords, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I mean, I'm, I'm I did dumb. see that. And, yeah, and, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, you don't have to. I, I don't think you. Well, don't I have, don't have to accept it. You don't have to accept it. Uh, my uh, my wife's grandfather, who was in um, Nazi occupied Holland, uh, who had real Nazis chasing him around for five years uh, during World War II, and lived in the United States for um, like forty years after that until he finally passed away. Uh, never said the word Germans without uh, the. Uh, he would also always had uh, goddamn Germans. It was always goddamn Germans, uh, and would uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> there was no forgiveness that ever happened uh, in his life. He never gave it up. Uh, you don't have to, I guess. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I'm just saying that you, you don't have to. But you know, I don't know that uh, my my deal with the pronouns is um, would I play along with the pronoun thing if somebody said uh, the they thing? Um, you know, I'm supposed to call. I mean, you're supposed to use they when. The person you, is not in my presence and I'm referring to them. Um, um, okay, so I've got two questions about this. Um, one is, how do they know if you're saying they when they are not around? Um, so no, but if they what, are around. Well, I mean, but if they're around, you're probably going to use their name, right? Then I'm going to use their name. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's uh, there's some instances where uh, um, they don't want to be called she or or he. I guess is what the the yeah the yeah comes yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, I could still just use their name. I could I would probably be more inclined to, to do Ooh, that because. Um, I, uh, the grammar part of it, which is, and, and I know grammar, you talk about um, Merriam-Webster saying, um, if we add it to our dictionary, then that makes it okay. Um, Merriam-Webster, if anyone should be, I, I think, should be cautious uh, about um, grammar and the idea that grammar is is uh, starting to slide down that slippery slope to um, not existing in some cases um, because of you know, texting and and uh, things like that. It's it's uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit different. I mean, I, I think there are other words in the English language that have uh, changed meanings. I, here's what here's my thought on it. My my main thought is that is it for the most part is. Um, yeah, compelled speech, uh, the idea that I'm compelled to um, change the entire English language around and, and become confused, as you said, because somebody makes some sort of a referral that um, doesn't make sense in the context that it's used in. And I've got to then I've got to spend a little bit of extra time trying to figure out, were there two people on that podcast or did I miss that somehow? Or or what's the why don't they explain it further? Um, why is it incumbent upon me to, to go through this process of trying to figure out all this extra layer of bullshit that's involved with it when it's not clearly explained and, and if if someone wants me to go to the uh to the uh work and effort of using some compelled pronoun uh, on their behalf then um it, it's uh, and it requires extra work out of me extra extra time extra thought extra whatever to try to get to the bottom of, of what it is that's being said then uh, my brain says fuck you i'm not going to do it and it will probably always say fuck you i'm not going to do it and that has uh, nothing to do with uh, um, current thinking or um, um, compassion towards that person um, in any direct manner it's more of a uh, on my part it's more of a uh, 
uh, more of a, I guess, just a general um, hatred towards humanity. <laughs> it's my misan misanthropic side of me popping up and saying, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I, it's way too much work. It's just way too much fucking work. There is a. An, have you? We've talked about this a little bit. Uh, there's an episode of uh, the, the Esther Perel. Do you know who she is? She's, She's the psychologist. You and I. I think off. off right. We, I think we've talked about it. She, so she. She. Um, she's a consultant for the Showtime series The Affair. Okay. Uh, she's written books about affairs and reconciliation and marriages, and she's had a podcast for, I don't know if it's two seasons, a season, three seasons so far, called Where Should We Be Begin? Where Should We Begin? And it was an Audible original podcast that I, uh, you know, you'd have to pay for it definitely the first season. Now I think all three episodes are available in, in the, uh, you know, uh, where, you, where you can get podcasts, you know, Google Play, Apple Podcasts marketplace whatever you call that uh and uh and and there was an episode it, i forgot about the show and then heavyweight played an episode right or something like that or or he interviewed esther perel uh jonathan uh what's his name you know the guy jonathan anyway. gold is it goldstein uh, goldstein goldstein yeah. yeah yeah so so anyway there's an episode this is november 14th mom and monique and uh, they're a child it, and this is what it says in the episode notes. They are, they're, uh, you know, contraction. They're a child desperate to connect with their single mother after 28 years of living in the shadow of a special needs brother. And it was a really good episode. Like at first when she was doing it, it was mostly couples therapy. So she she's not their normal therapist. Like they had producers and people seeking out, um, you know, guests who were willing to talk to her on microphone because it's mm -hmm. not easy they had to get attorneys and the whole thing because it's not something most therapists would do record sessions you know unless they were doing a study and whatever so in this episode monique the daughter is non-binary refers to themselves as they and there it got to a point where that wasn't i don't remember that being brought up in the beginning of the episode but midway through it was like well, plot twist oh shit I, there was something else going on and then it, it there was there was almost like it sounded like um a psychological reason why it was really important to them to have the pronouns correctly right it was mm -hmm. sort of being recognized and being seen it's like could and I'm not, I'm not saying that that's the case for everyone who's non-binary but it was really fascinating and esther perel was excellent and incredibly respectful in how she dealt with it and you can understand especially for a parent how that may be incredibly challenging to accept it oh, or yeah. even more so a grandparent right an older generation mm -hmm. right because they're just going to see their little girl or their little boy Right, your head will explode. You know, not everyone's, but it, that's not an easy thing to do, to to ex, you know accept and respect that thing because, and it, then and then again, that person is an ind individual. You know, and uh, so I, I don't know that that even before I heard the word they, you know, being the word of the year with Merriam-Webster and being, I, I I was listening to that, and I had a, a, a I had a perspective shift in that moment and again i don't think that that one moment my laundry uh should be dry now um in that one moment mm -hmm. I, I i don't think i completely changed i don't think that her story explains it for everyone i'm not necessarily sure that all of them um <laughs> totally understand it person? you know <laughs> all of them just the one of the person sitting over there or no again i i, I I think it would be different for for different people, right? Is is where it comes from? I mean, I, I, again, I'm I'm speculating here. Obviously, uh, is you know, who knows how There's, or why and where it's going to go. Well, the, where it's going to go, maybe may I'm 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 hopeful for where it's going to go because I think what's going on now is I think in in um, in a hurry, we we've decided to, we're going to throw this. They are not we. Somebody somebody obviously came up with this they thing. They they, they did. Who okay. her? I mean them. That one. Yes. So <laughs> there, I know there there was a, a decision that came out that um, 
decided that let's roll with this day thing um i think that was uh in my opinion i think it was it was it's uh, it was kind of lazy i think it was short-sighted and lazy and um i think that there's probably a way for us to come up with a better way to describe this some sort of other word or some sort of other function and i don't know exactly what that is but i think if well if they just don't know what it is yet well figure it the fuck out so they it's don't not so confusing know. they're quit so confusing. in the meantime they and then they want us to change it again and in the what i would say is slow your fucking roll a little bit come up with a better idea it's like i, I just don't think it's i just don't think it's cool to be disrespectful to the individual over well there. i'm not right well, i mean i would probably i would yeah. probably just avoid using the pronoun well that's just where I, that's exactly it. I'm not going to. I mean, just. I mean, I, I just would avoid using it, but I wouldn't intentionally use the uh, the gender they were assigned at birth or or they were born with. No, as, and I don't do that. As, like either. I wouldn't be like uh, him over there. I wouldn't I, intentionally I an, do that, especially for someone I knew. I have a niece who's come out in quotes as non-binary. Is where. Oh, she how says. old is your niece? She's, I think now she is 17. Three. Okay. And this is going. <laughs> three years old. Yeah. So it's, no, it's come out. And she, this has been going on for, um, she came out as non-binary like a year and a half ago ish, something like that. Or I say she, I don't even know whether she wants to be called they, um, there, that hasn't been discussed, but she did. Sure. Sure. I mean, well, and that's, and, and when it's new, I'm not sure that they know. Well, yes, and what she she has done is she uh, has decided uh, she they, um, and that's maybe that's what I would like she they. Let's just put a let's let's put a she slash they. Let's put some sort of a something in there to explain it to the rest of the fucking world so we know what's going on. Um, they anyway. parenthetical um, okay. used to be she. Yes, but they, no. I'm again. I'm not like I just don't know. And, and um, yes, so. okay. So. Um, Either that or all, we're all, we all just use air quotes for everything. So that it somehow explains it. Um, okay. So she slash they, uh, air quotes, um, said, um, her previous name, she changed to a non-binary name. She wanted everybody to call her Sam instead of her previous name, which, which is, oh, know, yeah. Yes. Which wasn't short for her. She wasn't known as Samantha before. She just chose Sam because she thought that sounded, um, like, uh, you know, a non-binary name. It was probably on a list that she got online somewhere. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I call her Sam. I don't have a problem with that. Um, and if she, if she wants me to call her Sam, if she wants me to call her anything and says i would prefer this would be my name i would call her he she they whatever um by that name i don't have any problem with that at all and i think that's respectful in her absence not me not being able to well if she would have said as an example if she would have said as as an example um refer to me as they when i'm not around you know instead of she um would i be able to stick to that um, or would I feel inclined to stick to that when knowing she's out of earshot I probably wouldn't be very careful about that because it's mm -hmm. not in her face um, so I wouldn't be as worried about that as calling her Sam I do know that her family on one side have they've rejected the whole Sam hokey finoki business the malarkey <laughs> and they right. keep continue to call her by her previous name which sure. I think is probably making her dig her heels in more or more committed to the idea that oh. she's Sam. And Again, Mom and Monique is a good episode of uh, Where Should We Begin? And it's that's not really the crux of right. the story. And, and, and I think that's maybe why it's not revealed right away. It's not about that. It's really about the relationship between the mother and the daughter and the, the frustration and struggle of the younger special needs brother and the amount of attention that the mother was required to give to that son, the younger brother, you know? And, and it took a toll and both the mother and the daughter were understanding and respectful of it. And they, it, it's just, it definitely made things tougher. And again, don't know that that was a contributing factor to Monique and that's not Monique's real name is not Monique, and I don't even know that that's the name that they have chosen. Mm -hmm. I I think it, for the purposes of the episode, I think the name was Monique, but I'm not sure. And and I don't think that's really important. It's just it's this. But but it's even so, there was something to it in how at least how it was edited, because I'm sure they didn't use everything of what Monique they the non-binary daughter said about the importance of that pronoun for them. But that's it. It was just, you know, and, uh, so again, I, I don't think that that's, you know, the end all be all of, of 
of how this, you know, how someone decides to become non-binary or why they may insist upon that pronoun. I, I think it's a complicated, um, you know, not issue, you know, like thing. I don't want to turn it into Well, I, it, it way, doesn't make know. anybody's life easier as being that person, I wouldn't think. If you were to, if you were to walk into a group and say, just, just walking into a room and saying, I want to change my name from, you know, from uh, Esmeralda oh. to... Uh, oh to pat you know that that whatever the case i've got a friend that guy that i grew up with his name Uh is gerald and Uh his family called him jerry he always hated Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. he changed his name legally to blue blue lou blue b-l-u-e the color oh blue blue Blue. oh okay which i kind of liked so jerry okay i he said call me blue there was a lot of people that thought he was crazy you know it's like mm-hmm. why is he mm-hmm. fucking with i thought this guy's problem you know mm-hmm. blue blue fuck him you know i was like eh, i kind of like it is like, whatever fucking you know? smurf you know, shut the you know, fuck yeah, he, up i was like i'll call him blue i thought that, i think that's cool you know so yeah. um mm-hmm. you know i i did i had no problem well, with that you know but imagine how hard that was for the guy so, i i know someone from college his name his name in college uh you know growing up and in college was alan and he changed his name to he changed his name to aj now he did not have a middle name with J. His first name was Alan, and he just went with AJ. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know how AJ spells it. I, I've always assumed that it was his first initial A and the letter J. Sure, not like A Y J A Y or with a hyphen or anything like that. And I remember, in, in someone, my name is John, John M. Craig. People who listen to the show know that. And I think at one point uh, there was someone in our group, and I think I've told this story on here. Uh, Lisa and Lisa said. AJ, I don't know him. I know Alan, so I guess I'm not going to talk to him. And then when I hear upon hearing this, I said, "Please tell Lisa, whom I wasn't a big fan of, that my name is JX," because <laughs> I didn't want Lisa to talk to me anymore. I will see, guarantee see. you that in New Orleans, uh-huh. there is at least one person whose name is AJ, uh-huh. and he spells it A, capital A. Okay, so capital A, capital J, E A U X. AJ, D A U X, AJ, Joe, AJ. AJ. That's that's very New Orleans. It's very Cajun. Very so Cajun. so it was just uh, you know, it, and it, it was it was strange, and I, I made fun of it because it was like, where did it come from? Now I have never asked, and then I, I after joking about it and making a big thing about it, and I still have some friends that will remember me saying the whole JX thing. It's like I'm, I was roommates with with AJ. AJ was Mister Met and. Now I think he writes for ESPN online, doing fantasy football columns and such. Um, he's written a couple of books, one about fantasy football, one about being uh, Mr. Met. And uh, so I, I just respected it. It was just called Maj, but it still kind of threw me for a loop, you know, at first. Um, no, I just, um, I'm re- I, I don't know. It's, it is odd, though. I mean, I knew a guy growing up. His name was Scott, but I think his actual name on his birth certificate was 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 Matthew, and he hated the name Matthew. And at some point while in school, and you know that first day of school, and they call the name the roll call. Mm-hmm. He's like Matthew, Matthew, and this kid was a space cadet. He really did not pay attention. He was a dreamer. He was all his head back then. And I mean, now he's almost. You 50, may say you know? he's a dreamer. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's not the only one. Uh, so. He, uh, yeah, he would go by Scott, and then and that was that, and that was his name. Mm-hmm. But I never really looked into it. But I, I, I have, I, I, I will make an assumption that there's more to AJ changing his name when he graduated college from Alan to AJ. That there was some level of something in his childhood background that he kind of needed to wanted. It was really important to him to to kind of create his identity he didn't change he didn't change who he was you know it wasn't like an overnight makeover i just think it was important to him to to, to like to own his identity you know sure and, and I, I think that may have i think that may be the case with with uh, someone who may be non-binary or changes their name from something because they didn't identify with you know being a melissa or jennifer or you know steve and now steve you know i i don't know you know i i you can't speak for it because i'm just right. he you know i'm me i'm well, just me 
Yeah. How's the shopping going, John? Did you get your Christmas shopping? Shopping? Going? Shopping? Yeah. Did. No, I'm not done with my shopping. Have you shopped? Have you done your thing? Um, I just, okay, so um, this year I discovered, and I've never bought anything from this place before, but this year, uh, this this website, uh, Etsy. Etsy? I know it's been Yeah, I know forever. Etsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I bought a couple things off Etsy. That's that's as far as I've gotten. Uh, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I decided to, uh, because we went to Maine, I bought uh, some uh, some Maine-related memorabilia stuff uh, that mm-hmm. is kind of cool off Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I did that. But I, I saw somebody like three days ago making a reference to last minute shopping online. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, last minute. And I was like, shit doesn't even get started for like another eight days. You know, mm. <laughs> you got to get to the end of the road before it's mm-hmm. actually last yeah, minute. I've, I've, got, I've got gifts for Cameron, yeah. gifts for Kylie. I may get a couple more things for each of them. Uh, I have uh, purchased um, a fair number of uh, picture frames um, for a handful of people. Um, And I have the photo. It's more about the photo than the picture frames. But I got these uh, very large, like 16 by 20 frames that have a a mat for 11 by 14 photo. Uh, and it's a, it's a good one. I'm not going to uh, give away what it is, but I have to go online and order the prints. I, I, I bought more frames than I needed to. I went into Michael's, you know, the craft store. Yes, I And yeah. they had 50% off a lot of these frames. So mm-hmm. rather than have it framed, which can be very expensive, right. they always have discounts there, but you're not getting the best deal. Um, but the, but for the frames that they were selling, I, I think it was like I got each frame for $14, and I bought like maybe 10 of them, and most of them were large. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, eight by ten or eleven by fourteen. You know, and and with a mat, so the actual, you know, outside dimensions of the frame were larger. So I'm going to do that, and uh, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I got myself some gifts, which is really weird that I do that. I got myself a uh, a spin bike, a a flywheel spin bike, like a Peloton, but not Peloton. You know, and, this, it, it, and you you bought you had no problem with Peloton Company because of a commercial that ran. Okay, yeah, yeah, I have no problem with that. It's a weird commercial. Do you know about? Does anyone know? I've about heard this? of the commercial, but I haven't seen it yet. I don't know what. So the, I watched what, the commercial, right? Uh, so uh, Ryan Ryan uh, Ryan Reynolds, you Reynolds, know, right. Deadpool. He he's kind of trolled the ad a little bit. Okay, and well, not that he trolled it. He hired the same actress to do a gin commercial or something for his gin brand. I think it's gin. I don't okay. know. And so. Um, it's a weird commercial. It's basically a husband gives his wife, they have a young child, I think a daughter, mm-hmm. gives his wife a Peloton bike. And then she's so excited about it and she gets it and she does all the Peloton classes and it's the, now flash forward to the next Christmas. Now the woman, very attractive, not heavy at all, not out of shape. There's moments where she's literally talking to a camera and sort of doing these testimonials of like tracking her her Peloton journey, mm-hmm. and uh, which is funny because it's a stationary bike, you're not going anywhere. But it's this whole mental thing, right? So, so anyway, so she's sitting there and she does this whole thing. Flash forward to a year, and there's the husband who barely says anything. They're watching her videos together on the TV, you know, mm-hmm. and they're just smiling. But there are moments where she's dreading, like, taking this, like, 6 a.m. class, you know, this live spin class. Sure. And she has this look on her face where she seems defeated. So it's, it's, a, it's a weird commercial. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, at no point does he say, hey, I got your fat ass, this Peloton bike. You know what I mean? But I think that's the implication, right? It's a weird gift. Like, is this gift for him? It's it's a very, it's, I don't know that it's, the, the commercial came out, I think, a couple of months ago, and then out of nowhere, it just sort of picked up steam and became a thing. This is going to work out for I, me. <laughs> it, it, it was, listen, it's not the best ad for this overpriced Spin bike. Okay. Yeah. Peloton, they launched the, so they did two things uh, a couple, about a week and a half ago is they launched, so it, if you want to do the Peloton, you could either, you can get the digital app on your, you know, iOS device or your Android device and you can stream it to your TV using Google Chrome or Apple TV. Sure, yeah. You can do it on your iPad. You can hardwire it to there. I don't know if you can use like the web, the web um, functionality, like go online and lo- log into Peloton and somehow get it on the computer. You could watch it on a tablet and like put the tablet on your spin bike. And they don't just have spin classes. You know, they've got a four thousand dollar treadmill, but you could do it on any treadmill. And they have a, uh, you know, the the. 2200 I think it's 2250 for the bike and then you've got to pay if you have the treadmill or the bike it comes with a tablet 
and you pay like thirty nine ninety nine a month for your your service because there right. are more metrics with the cadence and the resistance and all yes. that shit. Now, the digital app was like nineteen. Uh, I think it was like nineteen ninety five a month. Now I've had that since like. April or May, I don't remember. And it's not, it's, so they've got meditation, that's the thing I do most, yoga, core classes, strength, they have outdoor runs and mm-hmm. uh, walks, and and so th- there's, and I, again, I, I like it, it's it's a, for, and they just lowered the price of the app to twelve ninety nine a month. Really? Yeah, so, uh, and, and then, I've Is been looking at the Peloton, I've been going online and looking at like Peloton hacks. Like spin bike hacks. Yeah, there's a bunch of them out there. There's a, Schw- a Schwinn bike that they had. They had this other one. So there's this company based out of California. I assume they make their their products in, in China. Um, and I was looking at these two bikes. One was like $6.99 and one was like $5.99. And the prices were fluctuating. And sometimes Amazon has this thing where you can do an instant coupon and you can save 20% off on the thing. Right. And then right around Cyber Monday, early, early in the morning, I, I, I was like, I just made a choice and I went with the one that was showing as like four seventy nine. It went from five from six ninety nine to five ninety nine to four seventy nine. So I got ah, fuck it, I gotta get it. And then I did this like Amazon thing where I you can add money a hundred dollars to your reload where you can create your own balance. Like you're basically Amazon's gonna hold your money until you spend it at Amazon, which you eventually will. And and yes. so <laughs> so uh, and and if you put a hundred dollars on your reload for the very first time, they're gonna give you a ten dollar bonus. I'm like that's pretty good. I'll do that ten percent. And then I was like and and then in addition to that, when you add money onto this, you have a debit card attached to your account and a, 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 a routing checking number and routing number and they'll pull the money and just hold it there in your in your account and they'll give you two percent back now two percent's not a lot but when you spend a lot of money at amazon you know so i was like all right i'm gonna put a thousand dollars on there so i'll get thirty dollars back ten dollars for the anything over a hundred then it turned on i didn't work out because i'm at the primary account holder on the amazon prime account someone else's so so anyway so I immediately canceled the whole thing because I forgot to do the reload. I'm like, oh, I could have saved money. So I, did, I I threw everything back. You know, I returned everything immediately. I couldn't get the bike back because they said it was already shipping. I was like, I just ordered it 10 minutes ago. What do you mean you can't cancel it? Well, what's going to happen is we can cancel it, but what's going to happen is it's going to ship and then it's going to go somewhere. And I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. Like, why would you do all that and then and then they'll intercept it? I was like, well, that's stupid. Don't cancel it, whatever. And I and and I said, can I speak to a supervisor? I speak to the supervisor. I mean, there's no way to do this. That, that's that's. I get it. It went into the manifest and they put the thing and the balls rolling. But you should be able to pull that out. I'm like, maybe because it was a third party shipper. You know, it's going to drop yeah. shift from whatever. So I I kind of get the logistics of it. But I'm like, it's it's. I'm like, no. And then I said to the, the supervisor, I said, you know, let me. I'm going to just be transparent here. Like, listen, I, I I canceled it because I forgot about this whole reload thing. I've been they've been Amazon's been pushing it. You know. And he's like, uh, okay. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I said it's fine. You can just ship it out. He said, I, I, what I'll do is, I, I see you've got well over a thousand purchases. It's ridiculous. I didn't even want to know the number, but he said, well over a thousand purchases. Really? Oh fuck! And and he said, I'm going to credit your account fifty dollars. Nice. So he gave me this bike that's now it's five ninety nine. So you know, on whatever date that was, November fourteenth or whatever it was, middle of the a month, Cyber Monday, I uh, I bought this bike that I'd been looking at, and I got it for four ninety nine. It showed up. I put it together. Pretty easy to put. I had read a lot of reviews that the thing comes like the box is destroyed. The box was intact. Everything seemed to work. I got like the SPD, you know, clip in bike pedals from another party. Uh, you know, another vendor. Mm-hmm. I got, uh, and then I got uh, the, uh, I have my cadence, um, you Bluetooth cadence meter, which connects to the, the digital app. And uh, I'm telling you, the experience with this bike is so much better than me on my bike trainer. I love it. I'm probably going to have another heart attack or stroke, but in the meantime, I am going to spin and get to my destination and really please my husband. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.